Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. On Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving. At your desk. Maybe at the gym. But you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. G'day and welcome to Cricket Daily. I'm Paul Dennett. I'm joined by Andrew Mensel, and this is your daily dose of all the cricket news and views around in under 15 minutes. We've got two test matches starting up, so plenty to talk about there. Pakistan Super League has resumed with a thriller. The blast in England has started with some great games. Michael Holding has spoken incisively about the Ollie Robinson issue and also talking about the fact that, as things stand, Pakistan's upcoming tour of England won't be televised in Pakistan. But to begin with, Menas, England versus New Zealand starts very soon. Yeah, it's um, a good day for Test cricket fans because we've got two matches kicking off. In the West Indies, South Africa host the West Indies host South Africa at the Gross Islet Stadium. It's the first of a two-test series, but all eyes will be on Edgbaston as England take on New Zealand in the second test of their series, following on from the draw at Lords last week. Some big news for the Kiwi eleven with Kane Williamson missing this test due to an ongoing elbow injury. Also, Mitch Santner is out with a cut to his left hand. Trent Bolt is available. And um, in Williamson's absence, Tom Latham will be the skipper. Latham said uh, in preparation for this game that he is confident Williamson will be available for the World Test Championship final. So he seems to be just um, getting on top of his elbow complaint and not taking any risks. Um, in interesting news, the Kiwis have called in Will Young, who has been playing for Durham in the county championship. He's averaging just a tick under 40 and includes two centuries. 
Both skippers spoke in the lead up to the game that they need to put the outside distractions to the side and focus on the match. Obviously a lot of consternation around the English team and Joe Root has reiterated that he wants his team to make a positive impact within the sport. So finally, there's some cricket starting. Um, I guess though the broader context is though on the historical tweets that have surfaced. Yeah, it still is. Uh, Good to see the cricket back. Uh, Nice forecast as well in Birmingham. It's going to actually get up to 26 degrees towards the end of the match and no rain, no rain scheduled. And 17,000 fans should be allowed in, uh, one of the most raucous atmospheres in world cricket. So Lords was nice, but it's going to be great to get a, a really football-style crowd, we hope, for that test match. Uh, ahead of the South Africa-West Indies test match, uh, South, Africa, South African players have been given the choice of whether to take a knee for the Black Lives Matter movement or to raise a clenched fist above their heads, as they did before their series in Sri Lanka. So I think that it hasn't been said officially, but there's probably some religious concerns by some of the South African players that they don't want to take a knee for anything other than prayer. So uh, hopefully they are all uniform or all do one of those two things rather than their third choice of standing rigidly at attention. Um uh, the West Indies will take a knee, as always. And I, I just think they should come out with it. If it is a religious reason, then state it. And I think people will understand that, that if the if the gesture is the, the closed fist above the head, that's fine. I think that's an, an appropriate gesture as well. Yeah, it's just interesting. Former West Indian skipper Jason Holder was interviewed for Crick Info, and he said that he doesn't want the taking of the knee to just be something that players do without thinking about the deeper meaning behind it. And uh, I guess in the wake of what's happened um, in England, it's it's just worth noting that he really wants players to think about why they're doing it. And Michael Holding has, has spoken about the Ollie Robinson issue, and he said that it was eight, nine years ago Can the ECB then find out, please, if beyond that time, Robinson has kept on behaving like that, saying things like that, tweeting things like that? Because I was a young man once. I did a lot of rubbish as a youngster. And as you go through life, you learn and recognize, oh, perhaps what I did at 18 doesn't apply now. I can't behave like that now. And he said that if he's changed his ways in recent years, then I don't think you should come down too hard on him. Yes, suspend him because you want to investigate, but do it quickly. Let's get it over with quickly. Yeah, a lot of sense there from Michael Holding. Absolutely. Now, turning our attention to the shorter form of the game. Well, two T20 competitions kicked off overnight. The PSL restarted, but the T20 Blast has launched itself with a thrilling game. Worcestershire hosted Nottinghamshire, and they tied their game. Both teams made 152 And because there is no super over in the group stage of the blast, it was a tie. Uh, Nottinghamshire had raced to 76 off their first six overs, chasing 152. So they seemed like they were going to cruise to victory, but then uh, uh, Worcestershire held them to 76 off the next 14 overs. So a, a good result there for Worcestershire against the defending champs, sneaking a tie. Yeah, but it shows the... Uh, the reason why the 100 has come about, that the ECB and the traditionalists that run things in England cricket, they're so conservative. To not have a super over is just insane. It's a a wonderful, marketable thing, 12 balls that everyone wants to watch. Um, you know, they can't blame anyone but themselves for the fact that, thing, that events have started to move faster than they want them to. I actually enjoyed the fact that it was a tie. I think it, it's a nice point of difference with other T20 competitions that uh, you know, they were able to earn a tie. So I, I disagree, Paul. 
I like I know what you mean, but from a cricket fan, it can have some satisfaction in that yeah, one point is a fair, or, you know, sharing the point is a fair result. But in this day and age where England cricket is trying to desperately cut through through the football dominance, having um, a dramatic final ball finish in a super over is the equivalent of a, of a, of a football penalty shootout, penalty shootout, and you've got to maximise those commercial opportunities, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it's certainly good for the 100. Um, it sounds like they should integrate football into this um, super over somehow, Paul, the way you're talking. <laughs> I'm sure that eventually the 100 will, they will manage to find some, some goalposts on the field. Yeah, it'll be like a penalty shootout to decide the 100 final. <laughs> uh, so in the other games, Lancashire, Essex and Kent all won. There was four games on the first day of the competition. Liam Livingston hit the highest score of the day, smashing 94 of 58 delivery deliveries in Lancashire's win over Derbyshire. Um, but while we're sticking with some T20 news, the Sydney Sixers um, from the Big Bash have extended the title-winning coach Greg Shippard for two more years. So a good result there for the Sixers. And over in the UAE, the much-awaited resumption of the Pakistan Super League has occurred, and it's been a cracking game to begin with. Islamabad versus Lahore. Uh, Islamabad made nine for 143. Good to see Aussie uh, James Faulkner uh, took three quick wickets early on. Uh, he was the, the man of the match in the 2015 World Cup final. Has had fallen on a bit of a lean spell in the last couple of years. Good to see him coming back. He's always dangerous on slow wickets. In reply, Lahore were gone. Uh, they needed 22 from seven. Tim David whacked a six, so they needed 16 off the final over. And then there's quite a crucial moment where the skipper, Shadab Khan, who'd taken uh, one for 23 off his three overs, albeit he'd been hit for 15 off his last over, seemed to lose confidence. And rather than bowl himself, threw it to the uh, medium pacer, medium paced all-rounder, Hassan Talat. Rashid Khan was facing his first ball, he hit it for four, he hit his next ball for four, he hit his next ball for four as well. All of a sudden, the game was as good as over. They scrapped by off the last ball. And I forgot to mention as well that Rashid Khan, just quietly when he bowled four overs, one for nine. And I loved Crick Info's little quote on it. Rashid in the PSL is just about as close to a cheat code as T20 cricket has these days. So he was obviously man of the match and a, a thrilling restart to the Pakistan Super League. You love, love seeing Rashid Khan in action. The way he bowls and the way he bats is so energetic. And as you say, that game was gone, a thrilling finish. Also good to see Tim David, the Hobart Hurricanes player, getting some experience in an international league, which I'm sure will only benefit his game. So that puts Lahore on top of the table. They've had four wins from five games, uh, but it's all very, very close right up the top. So it's going to be an interesting conclusion over the next two and a half weeks to the PSL. And some bad news for Pakistan cricket fans with it looking like that the Pakistan tour of England will not be broadcast in Pakistan. Um, The Minister of Communications in Pakistan said that basically since since August 5th, 2019, when India revoked the special status of Jammu and Kashmir and passed the legislation to split them into two union territories, we're not allowed to negotiate with any Indian companies because an Indian company holds the rights to broadcast cricket matches in South Asia. That means um, Pakistan cannot um, basically buy the rights to telecast the tour of England into Pakistan. That's a big blow for Pakistan cricket fans. And I just don't understand how something like that can happen, that um, basically the, the, the rights would be awarded to an Indian company 
that Pakistan won't negotiate with. It just seems like an erroneous decision. Yes, but I suppose that's in the context of, of geopolitical tensions that the fact that India and Pakistan don't play each other outside bilateral tournaments is in itself the strangest thing in cricket. Whenever they do play, the world takes notice. I, I remember with great fondness, and it was the 2011 World Cup semi-final that they actually did a, a, a review of the game on ESPN's part of the interruption, and they've never talked about cricket before or since. But because it was Pakistan playing India and the huge level of population involved and the power of those two countries, it makes the world sit up and take notice. And so if they're not going to play each other regularly, then these sorts of things, regrettable as they are, are not that surprising. Hopefully something can be done and a, a deal can be rushed through at the last minute so that Pakistan fans can watch the games. Yeah, but Paul, how can the ICC award rights to this Indian company um, that to South Asia? It just seems like a, a big miss. You would just, if you're the ICC, you would want um, Pakistan fans to be able to watch the game in their country. Yeah, but the ICC, they just award who, to whomever pays the most. I mean, I remember in the, the World Cup in Australia and New Zealand in 2015 that the ICC awarded the rights to the Indian uh, network. And so even though the games were being played at Australian grounds, uh, the the local broadcasters had no sway. It was totally done with um, uh, Indian the Indian approach. And right from the start, there were half the cameras that Channel 9 would normally have for games. There, there was sort of uh, echoes. The, the sound quality just wasn't as good. And it felt this is strange that for the World Cup in, you know, uh, in Australia and New Zealand, it really should be being broadcast by Australian and New Zealand uh, networks and then um, on sold from there. But they just take the highest bidder. If, if the highest bidder um, is from a different country, then, you know, the money still works the same. Yeah, very disappointing. Well, that is it for today's Cricket Daily. Uh, we're back every day, starting at 3 p.m. Sydney time every weekday. If you're listening in Lahore and you've enjoyed the first victory that your side's had, that's 10 a.m. for you guys. If you enjoy the show, please make sure you subscribe and tell all your cricket-loving friends about us. I'm Paul Dennett. I've been with Andrew Mensel. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Florida's Space Coast, we think you can have the best of both worlds. Kind of like right now. Driving, at your desk, maybe at the gym, but you're also grooving to some music. Visit us and you'll go to the beach and see a rocket launch. Or go kayaking and manatee spotting. It's all waiting for you on the only beach that doubles as a launch pad. Plan your adventure today at visitspacecoast.com. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.